0: Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Call Your Sister with the Sodder Sisters.
1: Today, we're going
0: to be talking about you are not your thoughts and what that means to us and how to really work through thoughts that pass through your mind.
1: But first, we're going to start with our classic call your sister moment of the week or past few days. Ava, you want to go
0: first? Sure. I was going to say... But I just want to say thank you guys so much for all of your amazing feedback on the podcast. I guess it's like a call your sister. I feel like we've talked about this together, Grace, how grateful we are to have such supporting people listening and following along. So thank you all.
1: And yeah, that's mine. Um, that's a really good one. I feel like this week, a call your sister moment for me. I feel like I need to start thinking about them beforehand. <laughs> I know it's like really out. on the spot. Um, A call your sister moment. I had a great moment this week um, where an opportunity came by for me and I'm really excited about it. And I called Ava immediately. She sadly was watching a dance performance, so we couldn't <laughs> call in that exact moment, but. I think it's fun to recognize those good moments um where your urge is to just like call a loved one or call a close friend or something and share some good news totally, totally yeah. um I think starting
0: this episode off, um I'll really talk about this and my journey with I guess my thoughts <laughs> to put it simply. I feel like I used to have thoughts about life or thoughts about you know my career and dance, and I'd really let them over overwhelm me and consume me for the rest of the day or week or whatever it may be I feel like I'd be like oh I had such a bad dance class today I'm such a bad dancer like why am I a dancer and instead of just letting those thoughts pass through me and not um not acknowledging them as truths uh I now look at them like you know you are not just a dancer you have to find what those thoughts are not saying. So you have to really prioritize what you do love about yourself and recognize the good. And it's totally normal to feel those things, but it's all about how you proceed and how much you don't let a thought affect you and your day.
1: Totally. I feel like also it's hard when that's the only dialogue that you have going on. So if you've spent a lot of time alone or a lot of time in your head, I feel like in dance specifically, a lot of the times you're not really talking. So a lot of the conversation is happening in your head. And I think that's when a lot of people turn to things like journaling, um, because they're able to put those thoughts down onto paper and those thoughts are then they can see like, okay, this is not a rational thought. You know, I'm so much more than this. Obviously I'm not a bad person, a bad dancer because of one day or one experience. Mm and for me, I've never been like the biggest journaling girl. So if that's not you, that's not, you know, that doesn't mean you're not like a cool, good person. You don't, it
0: doesn't have to be you. Yeah, it
1: does not have to be your thing. Um, I'm so much more of like a conversation person and just having people that I can go to in my life who I feel like I can just be really honest with mm-hmm. and say, hey, this has been kind of coming up for me. I really need to like work through this or if that's maybe even talking to yourself. I know that sounds a little strange, but like out loud, hearing those thoughts out loud, like would I really be saying those thoughts to a friend? Probably not, you know? So yeah, a hundred percent. And
0: also what
1: I was going to say is I heard this
0: quote, I think either on Instagram or maybe on TikTok. but a fire can either burn your house down or it can cook you dinner and keep you warm. And I think that that really speaks to the idea of thoughts. Um, You know, you can let your thoughts burn down your confidence, burn down your self-esteem and burn down, I guess, yourself internally, or you can learn from your thoughts and learn how to love yourself through your thoughts. And I think that that's really powerful and it's something I'm definitely working towards. But, you know, recently I was having a conversation with someone. I don't think it was you, Grace. Maybe it was, but. I was saying, I feel like I used to get so upset over like little things, but now I'm like, you know, like whatever, you have to have the mindset of, I I don't know, I've never read this book, but there's a book called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck or something like that. (laughs) And I feel like that's kind of like the best way to live your life. Like when there are things that pass you by that feel negative or feel like could send you into a spiral, you honestly just have to say to yourself, like, shut the fuck up. Like, honestly, like, I feel like it's true, but I don't know. I think it's really hard to navigate thoughts that are negative. And let's be real. We all have negative thoughts. We all can get into spirals, but it's all about the, the after and how you get yourself out of that is what I think is really important.
1: Yeah. No, I totally agree with that. That's such a good quote, Ava. I never (laughs) heard it. I love it.
0: But. Anyways, I think moving on to another aspect of thoughts is like mental clarity and what it means to be like mentally stable. And like, I think this can also go into like mental health too. But I think that, I guess maybe tips for mental health, we can touch touch on that, Grace. Mm-hmm. But I think number one that I we could, I would definitely say is, talk to someone you know and even if like journaling is your thing or you feel like i love journaling i love writing it down do that but maybe also talk to someone maybe it's someone that you're super close with or someone that you're not so close with and i think sometimes just speaking your thoughts out loud makes you realize how unrealistic and how um false they can be Mm -hmm. and that's why i love having you grace because i feel like when i speak when I say things to you and I'm like, well, I feel this way. You're like, you sound stupid. Like, don't like, you know, these things aren't true. Like it's, it's good to have that other side. That's like the reality and your, your voice in your head is just, it's not always the reality. It's most of the time it's not the reality.
1: Yeah. I think another tip just like for mental health is doing something for yourself and, I feel like acts of self-care look so different for everyone. Like I'm just not a face mask girl. Like I feel like I'm not a journaler. I'm not a face mask girl. I'm not a go get your nails done. Like that's not my vibe. That's not going to make me feel like, wow, I just treated myself to something. Like, you know, I want to have a nice night in or I want to go out to dinner and have a great you know, meal, or I want to go buy mm-hmm. myself a $7 latte. Like those things for me are acts of self-care yeah. and that's going to look different for literally everyone. But I feel like giving yourself that kind of like pat on the back, like whatever's happening in your life, it's okay. You know, yeah, have these little things to look forward to. And if you're ever just in, I guess, any type of rut, finding things that bring you joy, even if they're really small you know, like folding your laundry really nicely, or whatever it is for you. Like, that's, that's always been really helpful for me.
0: A 100%. I also think another thing that is really important to talk about is um, mental health, like as perceived through social media and like TikTok and whatnot. I think it's really hard to see not just like the body image realities, or like, you know, the uncurated pictures of your food or what you're eating, but the mental part of it and I think that mm. that's something that's like you don't even really see the good parts as much on social media because it's really just a picture but even our Instagram like we'll post pictures in a swipe you know we're smiling and maybe that day we had a full-on breakdown and we cried and I think it's it's definitely interesting because you know everything is curated even things that are not supposed to look curated they're still curated to look not curated
1: right and I think it's
0: really hard to compare yourself to people on social media, not only like to their lifestyle or to their body or to what they eat, but to because it might look like, wow, they have so many friends. They always have plans, but you know, in reality, they might feel like lonely. And I think that that's something that is really important to recognize that you might not see the realities of someone's mental, um, mental health and where they are mentally through Instagram or through social media
1: yeah that kind of leads me into a question Ava that I have for you which is what is something that you turn toward when you're finding that you're having a tough mental health day or week or few days and then what is something that you turn away from that's a good question I'm going to ask you right after the same one, but Mm -hmm. I think something that I turn towards
0: is family for sure. Mm. I mean, I am not ashamed to say that I will need my mom through and through till, you know, forever and whenever I, I can, I think I'll always turn towards family and having like the comfort of my own home, the comfort of the people around me. And I think that this is not necessarily a good thing but I turn to you know myself and isolating and kind of being to myself when things get hard and I think that that's something that I should work to do the opposite is to move away from what's going on in my head kind of what we were talking about earlier but externally being around people that lift me up and being around people that are fun and free and you know just living their life And I think that that's something I definitely want to work on and hope that I turn to in the future is, you know, the exterior and the people around me that aren't just, you know, in within my comfort zone of my house.
1: Yeah, that's a really, really good answer. What about you? I, when I'm having a tough mental health moment, I think I turn toward comfort for me whatever that means, just Mm -hmm. like, really like laying low, chilling, not like trying to stress myself out in any way, not putting a lot of things on my to do list. And I turn away from um, I turn away from things that will stress me out. You know, like, I'm just the type of person, I can easily stress myself out. I like to be very productive. So I'll just turn away from doing you know if I know I have homework that I need to do I will make sure that I put it at another time I'll prioritize having that chill moment where I can just feel a sense of comfort um, and not stress myself out
0: yeah I think that's really really important I I definitely see that for you that you like to turn away from the stress and maybe put your energy into something else whether Mm -hmm. that be like a good thing or a bad thing but I think that's definitely knowing you. I can see that you do that. Yeah. I think another thing that I want to talk about is like, it's okay to not be okay, but not just like, you know, the quote that you see on Instagram, but it's okay to not be living this perfect life where you're always happy 24 seven and you always have things to do. And because that's just so unrealistic and that's not what life is. But I think recognizing that Every single person, every single person listening to this episode, every single person on social media, every person you pass on the street has good and bad days, no matter what, no matter who they are, no matter the life they live, no matter where they live, they will have good and bad days. And you just have to remind yourself that with the bad, there is good. And with the good, you know, there has to come the bad. It's all about what you make of it. And that's going right back to the beginning of that. What? I guess what strength your thoughts to have and what you allow them to do and how you allow them to consume you. And, you know, I don't know if that makes sense, but it's all about the, the how and how you move past things rather than living in those negative
1: moments. Yeah. It reminds me of this um, quote that I saw. It was like an Olympic runner who said, the coach said, you, you know, you, Need to have the really fast times, the times where you're like your fastest mileage or whatever the correct terminology is, runners, correct me. Um, (laughs) You need to have those times, but you also need to have the times where you don't, you don't break your record. Because if you broke your record every time, it would have no significance.
0: Yeah. And so
1: it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. Good days and bad days, good runs, bad runs, good classes, bad classes. All of those things, good thoughts, bad thoughts, we need them all. And so it's just important to make sure that you remember that you're not your thoughts. You're not your race time. You're not your mileage. You're not how many pirouettes you did in a class that day. You are a completely separate person. And that kind of brings me into our last portion of this, which is making sure your identity is not centered on one thing. Mm. Totally. I 100% agree. I think,
0: I mean, I'll let you speak, Grace, but I want to say that I definitely, I don't like that I resonate with that, but I definitely resonate with that. Yeah. Especially being a dancer. I think that, like I was saying before, I used to let that like really just rule my whole whole day. Like I suck at dancing. So now I'm having a terrible day. I, you know, I hate the way I look. I hate this. I hate that. But it's like, you're not just a dancer, you're a person, and you have emotions, and you have connections and relationships, and you have other hobbies, you have school, you have things you love to do, you have a platform with people that you can connect with, like, you're not just a dancer, and putting yourself in a box is really only going to harm you in the end. Even when it feels really fulfilling, and you feel really driven towards that one thing, that's not healthy. And it's, it's definitely no way to
1: live. I agree. And I think it's really easy just in life to become super passionate about something and super driven but having those blinders oftentimes you're missing out on so much in life and I always try to remind myself that I'm only going to be this age once right now I'm the youngest and the oldest I will ever be going forward wait <laughs> <laughs> what's the quote yeah I think that's you're, you're the like youngest, right now I'm the youngest. youngest I will ever be going forward and the oldest I have ever been yeah. So it's kind of this weird place where you're just existing in the present and mm-hmm. I feel like if we're so focused on the future and what's happening and going forward that we forget to literally look around. Yeah. So I try to remind myself that all the time, even just walking on the street, just looking up. Yeah. And not looking at my phone and, you know, not posting on Instagram or responding to a DM or something. It's so important to really be present and really take in your surroundings, which is why we wanted to start this podcast where we got to just talk. Yeah. Because I think there's so I mean, I wish we could have a like an open podcast with anyone who wanted to join. But <laughs> it's it's so refreshing to just speak and listen and hear and actively soak in information because I mean, I've never heard the quote that you shared in the beginning of this, Ava, and mm-hmm. that really resonated with me. And I think it's, it's just so important. Everyone has so much to offer and we all have so much to offer as individuals. It's so important to not pigeonhole ourselves into a box. You yeah. Know? And on a lighter note, I just wanted to say that I'm the girly
0: that will spend $17 on a salad, even though I could fully make it at home. Grace is not like that, but I am like, I <laughs> We'll do that. And today I actually got this new salad from Sweetgreen. I didn't even know it (laughs) existed. It's called the Farmhouse Caesar. So it's basically like the kale Caesar, but there's – it's like the same salad, but it also has sweet potato and broccoli in it. And I also – I I added chicken, so, you know, the price gets jacked up even more. But (laughs) if you need a new salad that you – if you need a new salad or an excuse to spend $17 on something you could make at home, I definitely recommend and obviously get it with bread because carbs are not the enemy. But
1: anyway, it's that's so funny because I'm like, I would never spend $17 <laughs> on a salad. Never. I just am like, that is not, it's just not worth it for me. But would I spend $17 on a bacon, egg and cheese or a cocktail? 100%. <laughs> and I did. So, yeah, you know, it's, to each their own. That's, yeah, that's what life's about. And that's yeah. also, I guess,
0: the best way to wrap this up. But whatever makes you feel good is gonna be—it's gonna be different from you and your friend. It's gonna be different from you and your sister. It's gonna be different than from anyone. And whatever that thing is that makes you feel good, honor that and make sure you
1: find moments to prioritize doing that. Yes. Yeah. So on that note, go get yourself a salad or a bacon egg and cheese or whatever makes your heart happy.
0: And have a great rest of your weekend. Love you guys. And see you next time.